Welcome to Lunch and Lead Gen Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Sue Dayhill, a founder of Work Smarter Digital. In this podcast, I interview successful business owners that have figured out their lead generation systems that bring them steady and predictable revenue, which is so important. And what do I mean by lead generation? It, it is how your business attracts new leads, nurtures them, and converts them into paying clients. So let's meet our guest today, who is Angela Duns, founder of Cowgirl Creative Coaching. Angela helps coaches, consultants, and small businesses build their business using LinkedIn for the actual business development, which is pretty amazing. So Angela, are you ready to share the behind the scenes of your lead generation system? I so am. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I First, I want to start out with are you a cat person or a dog person? Well, I kind of, or other. I'm, I'm both. I used to oh. raise uh, Golden Labs uh-huh. and show Golden Labs. Um, but right now I have two little white and marmalade kittens running around terrorizing my entire household. <laughs> they, if you look at that top shelf, it's empty. Because that they was, go up there. That was a kitten casualty. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, what is the most difficult thing about being a business owner to you? Because you've been in business for how many years now? Oh, my God. Eight. This month, mm-hmm. it's eight. <laughs> um, and I am an accidental entrepreneur all the way. I came to California to be a director of marketing, not to start my own business. <laughs> I mean, who gets an MBA to start their own business? That's not the way it works. Right, right. Because um, you really don't use all of your MBA skills. Oh, I, I use can. a lot of them. Yeah, it, it, it is a great prep. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, anyway, it, it's not the normal path. Mm-hmm. And I think the most challenging thing is you're everybody. Yeah. And there's mountains of things to do. And so how do you prioritize what you're going to do next? Because yeah. and even if you use a whiteboard and I have a, a you know, an eight foot whiteboard up on my wall over here. And it's like, oh my God, it just gets overwhelming. So I had a coach a long time ago and she would always ask me when I would just get all riled up and overwhelmed, she would say, Angela, what is the next simplest thing you can do that's income generating? Mm, That's a great question. I need to put that up in front of my face because <laughs> I that, can get totally distracted by the fun stuff. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm a graphic. Oh, that's my, that's my black hole. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you like I, Canva. Oh my God. <laughs> I, it's something I so enjoy and I can spend a lot of time there and I don't even notice it. Yes. Me too. So yeah, but that's not income generating. Mm, I love that. So, so being everything to everyone has been the most difficult thing, which I would agree from janitor to CEO well, the, and the prioritizing. I agree with you. How do you, how do you prioritize then? Like other than just asking that one question, is that, is that kind of your mantra or do you use any other tools to help? Um, I use that mantra to start out. Sometimes I overrule it, um, <laughs> but I really try to look at what is on my plate today and what do I need to prep for tomorrow? 
because that talk that I have next Monday, that's going to happen some other time. Mm. I, I need to focus on what do I have to get done today and what needs to be prepped for tomorrow to make tomorrow easier. And that's all you can do. I like that. I like if that. you have extra time, I've got six clipboards and I can pick any one thing on them. Yeah. So you're ready to work on the longer term stuff is just focus on the near the tomorrow today and tomorrow stuff. Well, and I just taught a lead gen class in April. And one of the things that I really stressed in that class is if you're doing lead gen, you are working the short term and the long-term game at the same time. And this is where business owners totally get tripped up. Ooh, well, I want to hear more about that. What is like one thing clients rave about you? So give us a little bit more about what you do because that, you know, you do help people with lead generation through LinkedIn, but what else? Um, Visibility is one of the top things that I work at, Um, but most people come at it backwards. They want to be a thought leader. They want to be visible. They want to do content strategy Um, and their profile sucks. (laughs) And so I really help people with the professional branding and the profile optimization first so that when somebody does look at their profile, they're not like, ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're so judgy about that. It's like, gosh, if you can't bother to put together a decent LinkedIn profile, why would I do business with you? Yeah. No, I mean, that is so true because I do. I am judgy as well. And um, <laughs> I totally I totally stalk people that I'm potentially going to work with. And if their profiles on any of their, not any, but the key ones I think are LinkedIn um, and like their Facebook business page look really out if they're both really outdated then it's kind of like well where are you on social media <laughs> but um cool so how do you how do you really help clients then do you help them tap into their their own quirkiness and weirdness and bring it to light on their linkedin profile is it is it just helping them understand how to leverage it or both um it is both Um, You know, one of my favorite sayings is whatever your freak flag is, fly it at full mast. Because (laughs) right now, there are about 780 million people on LinkedIn. Wow. So how does anyone decide who to work with? You know, Mm -hmm. and it is a digital world. I mean, it is estimated that now it is way over 70% of your potential clients. First thing they look at is your LinkedIn profile. Yes. So that is your greatest opportunity. And it's the last thing anybody wants to work on. They want to put together this lead generation system or a um, content strategy or make me a thought leader. I hear people say that all the time. Oh, wow. They just come to you and be like, make me a thought leader. And you're like, nobody's (laughs) going to listen to your thoughts if you don't have a good LinkedIn profile. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yes, it's first things first. So what I really do is I really try to help people tap into what makes them unique. What are their superpowers? I mean, LinkedIn gives you 50 skills that you can list. Not all of them are your superpowers. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and really just tapping into their personality. You know, I worked with a research dentist and she was like, Angela, I cannot put up a banner. I can't. And I was like, okay. And I said, what is something that you're passionate about, Lisa? And she said, well, I've been a slalom skier since I was five. I've been a competitor. And so she put a banner on her LinkedIn profile that is her with a huge wave that because she just cut across the lake. And, you know, she's almost touching the water with her elbow. And she's got this smile on her face that (laughs) light up the world. Now, isn't that more interesting than having nothing? People could say, oh, my God, how did you start selling skiing? How long have you been doing it? Do you compete? Where was that picture taken? And that's way different than asking her a stupid question about, you know, what does research dentistry mean? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's so true. Well, you know, I I saw an article about, um, I guess, how people are are flying their freak flag with their uh, headshot photos that they're getting away from the, um, you know, shoulder more and more. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So I love that. I don't, I have a very typical, I think, picture as well right now, but that makes me think of like, how should I be um, bringing more of my personality forward in the photo? Yes. (laughs) Yes. You should probably be wearing your jeans jacket. That would be what's perfect. I do have one that has a jeans jacket. I should use that one. I challenge you to get it in there. I know people, I mean, I don't think I wear the jean jacket all that often, but I must enough because a lot of people feel it's like part I rock of, the It's jean part jacket. of your brand. So it funny. is. All right. I'll do it. So you don't only help them with their profile and stuff, but you mentioned the lead generation class you did. So you really do help people yes. um, use LinkedIn for lead generation, which was partially why I wanted you to come and talk to us. Right. And, you know, I have a unique view of lead generation. I'm like, let people find you, seriously. And so part of that is profile optimization. So when we work on the profile, it's really all about the keywords. It's like, you know, yes, you can serve 600 different kinds of people. Who do you want to serve? Right. And then what are their keywords? Not necessarily yours, but theirs. And what are the keywords they would use to find you? And then what are your sacred words? What are some of the words that are unique to you? Um, I have a friend, his name, his name is Cyber Dan, was what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and so he made his URL on LinkedIn, Cyber Dan. And oh, oh my cute. God, you can, if you meet him at a networking event, all you have to remember is Cyber Dan and you can find him. <laughs> Seriously. Awesome. That's so smart. So it's the optimization that really helps people find you for the right opportunities. And you want to make sure that it has enough of, you know, because there's, I did a search one time on how many relationship coaches are in my network and it was a staggering number. So you're only going to look at those top three profiles probably. So you want to really start telling people what is the flavor. Like some of them only work with men. Some of them Mm -hmm. only work with women. Some of them only work with couples. And so what's your flavor? What is the how that you help people and let the freaks that are 
your freaks find you. (laughs) That is so true. Well, and when we, before we got on, we were talking about hunters and gatherers in relationship to lead generation, which I'd never thought of it that way, but um, you really focus on the gathering side of it. Yes, I do. I do. I mean, I'm serious. I am an introvert. And if people didn't find me, I wouldn't eat. (laughs) It's just, you know, I was an accidental entrepreneur. What the hell did I know about sales or hunting or, you know, and I just wasn't going to do it. Mm -hmm. So I would do classes and just y'all come if you're interested. If you want to work with me afterwards, after you see what I do, great. And so it really is greasing the wheels so that people can find me. And, you know, it often happens, you know, a lot of my business is referral business. And if they Google me, the first thing that comes up is my LinkedIn profile. The second thing that comes up is my YouTube channel. And I want them to get lost on my YouTube channel because here's how I get messages on LinkedIn at least once or twice a month is so-and-so said that I should work with you. I checked out your YouTube channel. I watched two of your masterclasses. How can we work together? I like that. Well, I'm looking, I just did a search on myself and I am never on Twitter. And that's like my third one. Ooh, that's frightening. Yeah, I got to get that out of there. <laughs> we, we need to be more proactive about what our potential clients are finding. Because here's what happens. Somebody looks at your LinkedIn profile and they're like, oh, their profile picture sucks. I'm not going to do business with them. Will you ever know? No. Well, I guess you I could in LinkedIn. They could see who's viewed me, but I wouldn't know that they didn't decide if they were incognito exactly you're mm-hmm. not gonna know and you'll never get them back right yeah and it's not about being pretty is or handsome it's just about being um presentable and just i don't know connecting with the photo credible mm-hmm. it's all about being credible credible yes good point <laughs> i guess my jean jacket does that well tell me um <laughs> Tell me about some of your lead generation um, failures. Like what, what approaches with lead generation did you try that were just did not work for your business, did not work for your personality? Um, Biggest fail I ever had was last year. I thought, you know, it's COVID. We all need to be working on the digital platform. I'm just going to give people a choice. And so I started a class one week and I started another class the next week and I hardly got any signups for either one. Hmm. It was too confusing. What the hell is she doing? Oh, too many topics, you mean? Yeah, it was just too many choices. Mm-hmm. I think that one of the things about lead generation is, you know, you got to pick one thing. Mm-hmm. You got to give people one choice. And that is really, and because you still do classes, that is still. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I don't do them simultaneously. Right. Okay. So it was more just having multiple options, a plethora of ways. to yeah, work with you, and, and, were, and everyone was like, I don't know what I want to do. Well, and how fast do we reach overwhelm these mm-hmm. days? It's in like 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're done. So, you know, my biggest advice to anyone is it has to be simple. And it has to be crystal clear. Yes. Now, you can take several approaches. You can have seven 
big magnets, as long as you're not promoting all seven of them at the same time, and you really get very strategic about all the language that promotes each one. It has to be simple and crystal clear. Yes. And the call to action has to be, you know, I talk about lead gen as it's an incremental yes Mm -hmm. down the road. So you can have a teeny tiny little lead magnet and they'll say yes to that. And then you can offer them one that's just a little bit bigger jump. But we're like, okay, you you clicked on this lead gen. Now, why don't you sign up for this $3,000 package? And people are like, whoa. <laughs> yes, I, I hear you. Well, so failure was having way too many options. Did you ever try doing ads? Um, I have heard, you know, I belong to a consortium of LinkedIn consultants. And so we connoiter and <laughs> compare notes all the time. And we have just decided that it is the biggest money suck there is. Right. You know, and if corporations come to us, we're like, how much money do you want to waste? Um, organic reach is really the only thing that's effective on LinkedIn. Okay. None well, of us pays any attention pay to the for- ads. Okay, good to know. And you don't even pay for your LinkedIn. I have a free um, account. account. I have a basic account because they have stripped all of the premium accounts and shoved everything into Sales Navigator, which is the top tier. Oh, so so even so getting premium is stupid. You either do Sales Navigator or don't waste money. It's you go all in or you stay out. I, I love that about your LinkedIn, that you're doing it on the basic one and you've been able to be very successful and teach others to be very successful with their LinkedIn. And that's been my whole thing. I mean, I can't have Sales Navigator and tell people that basic works. I can't do it. It's not credible. So right. it has been my point for the past eight years to make sure that I made myself successful using free LinkedIn. Hey, I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I fumbled my way through this whole thing. (laughs) Right. Well, now tell us what your current, um, you've kind of touched on it a little bit with you have a lead magnet and then you have some other kind of other um, micro win. Um, What is your lead generation process? How do you get collect new people into your audience or mailing list? I use my content strategy. Mm Mm-hmm. And who's viewed my profile on LinkedIn? Those are my two main sources. And referrals. And, you know, speaking events are few and far between these days. Okay. And they're, you know, you get mixed success using, you know, I'm talking to a lot of job seekers these days. Job seekers are not people who part with their money (laughs) (laughs) quickly on things. Um, But so for me, I look at who has viewed my profile and I send them a message that says, thank you for looking at my profile. Is there anything that I can do to help you professionally? I'm curious what prompted your interest. Connect if you'd like. And then I banter back and forth with them if they do connect. And my goal is to get them into my newsletter. Right. Well, and Be- just on the who's view, just on that little message that you send, because um, you, I was roped in by that too <laughs> a couple <laughs> of years ago. Um, so, but how many people usually connect with you from that? Oh, it's more than 80%. Yeah. That's awesome. Because and- once they're in your network, they'll more that 
the algorithm will serve up your content to them more often. Right. And 50% of them will tell me why they looked at my profile, Ooh, that's which good. is shocking to me. It's like, I don't even know you. And you're going to say, oh, well, you know, so-and-so said that I should look at your profile. And they'll be like, oh, I worked with them. I love them. You know, how do you know them? You know, it's a conversation starter. Until there's a relationship, you got nothing. So you want to be reaching back. And, you know, the content strategy is the same thing. If I see that a second or third connection engages with my content, I'll say thank you so much for liking my post on um, lead generation. You know, what did you find the most useful about it? I'd love to have you in my network. Connect if you're interested. So I love that. Well, what is, can you just explain your content strategy a little bit so that we're all on the same page with you? Um, You know, I do content management for seven clients. And so mine is generally the last that I get to. (laughs) So in theory, you know, I'll put something thoughtful out on a Sunday, something Mm -hmm. that's personal. On Monday, I'll put out something motivational. Tuesday, I usually will put out a um, video. And then Wednesday, I like to focus on a fact or Mm -hmm. a statistic or something like that. And then Thursday, um, I'll take a piece out of my newsletter. Nice. And how often are you sending your newsletters? Once a week. Once a week. So let's just break down the system you have here. You have um, content that you're putting out there, as you described, on LinkedIn, um, and you mentioned lead magnets. It doesn't sound like that's like your main I, way of I getting don't, I don't have one. I don't have one. Okay. You don't have one currently. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> so most of what you're doing is you're, post, you're sharing content on LinkedIn, and then you are engaging with the people that engage with your content. Yes. And them, who look at my profile. And who look at your profile. So getting them into your LinkedIn. Um, Come network. on into my world. So how do you get them onto your newsletter? Um, I would usually try to get them into a coffee chat if mm-hmm. there's any interest, anything interesting that's going on. Um, you know, so it's just asking people questions. And when we get to a certain point where they're actually interested, I'll say, would you be interested in receiving my newsletter? And generally, by the time I get to that, I've not had anybody tell me no. (laughs) I just haven't because I'm really careful about the timing of that. Right. Um, Well, and the newsletter, for those of you listening, she has a great newsletter. It is weekly and it's always really actionable content. So worth worth getting on her newsletter. Um, And then your new. So that's how you're collecting people. You get them onto your newsletter and your newsletter is how you're nurturing them and continuing to build the relationship. This is what I have to offer. Come to this masterclass, you know, check out this article from one of my colleagues on leadership branding, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing is, you know, it's always an invitation. Yes. And when you say masterclass, that is something you're charging for. Um, I charge for if you are not on my list. Ah, so being on the list means you can come for free. Yes. And my monthly live Q&As, which are are fairly popular. 
Well, I love how you kind of turned the hosting an event kind of on its head, whereas a lot of people use events as their collection point where they're trying to get new people in through the event. Whereas what you're doing is um, it's the next step in building a relationship with you. If they're on my newsletter, it's a way for them to check out, you know, and I, every other month I do a guest presenter. It's not even me. Mm -hmm. Like this morning, it was Taryn Laxo and she was talking about rewiring your brain for positivity rather than negativity. So Mm. staying more in curiosity and creativity and collaboration instead of um, fear and imposter syndrome and judgment and whatever, you know, shame, whatever hijacks you. Um, (laughs) Well, we already said we're judgy, so we need some of that, right? (laughs) And that is the number one hijacking system is the judge. (laughs) Uh, um, Well, that sounds like a great great event. I mean, I, I, like I said, I follow you. I love your content and I can totally see how just being on your newsletter is that nurturing. Um, and you, you also run a challenge, right? Is that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. There are several hundred people that have been through the 10 day challenge and mm-hmm. actually, so I lied when I said, I don't have lead gen. I look at my LinkedIn profile assessment and my 10 day challenge as lead gen, but they're paid. You pay right. to. Yeah, they're like they're your s- entry point services. Yes. Yeah. But they are so chock full of value. It's, they're an easy yes because I do knock $100 off if you've seen me speak at an mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. And so once people get into, it, you know, and here's the whole reason behind the 10 day challenge. No one wants to work at the profile. It's the least sexy thing you could possibly do on LinkedIn. And most people are like, you know, I'm not so sure if it really works. I'm not going to spend a lot of time and energy. So I designed the challenge so everyone could get a quick win Mm -hmm. and see how it works for business development. Because once you get inspired and jazzed up that, oh, my God, it's that simple and it works. Really? Where have I been all this time? Then they'll go back and look at their profile. Yes, that makes so much sense. So I kind of come in through the back door all the time. (laughs) I like that. Well, I mean, I I feel like I do. I'm moving in that direction with my own business because, um, you know, to me, the automation part of the CRM is the sexiest piece. I love it. (laughs) However, um, because I know what it can do for you. But however, when I'm talking to other people, I am. Also, that's why I'm doing this podcast, talking about lead generation, because you need to have a system to, whether it's, you know, uh, automation in the CRM, you need to have tools helping you collect, nurture, and convert people to become paying clients. Like, you cannot do this um, in your Gmail alone. (laughs) It's pretty frustrating. Yes. Well, so any other kind of like gotchas or lessons learned that, you wish you knew earlier in your business about how you're doing your lead generation? Um, Well, you know, a lot of my realizations about lead gen have always come after the fact. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for people that are just starting out, you know, you got to throw a lot of spaghetti at the wall before something sticks. (laughs) And, you know, you just try to figure stuff out. I mean, it's taken me eight years to build this machine that I have um, because I have anything from, you know, if you're really looking for a freebie, 
Mm-hmm. If you really can't afford anything, you're bootstrapping and starting your business, watch my YouTube channel. Oh my God, if you take that the time to watch everything on my YouTube channel, you're going to know everything there is to know about lead gen on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and business development and thought leadership and all of that. So there's your freebie. Yes. And then next step up the line is watch my content, read my blogs, read my newsletters. That's the next step up. Then there's the challenge and the assessment. Beyond yes. that, I've got all the six-week courses, and then there's a three-month program. Yes. Well, I, I, I am, I, you know, from when I met you, I've always been impressed with how you've created the systems for yourself. And I think what you've done um, well is stuck with what works rather than recreating the wheel. Like even what you described as your content strategy, I'm sure you've been doing that for a long time (laughs) Um, and it may get boring to you, but it's a great system and it works. Yeah. And, you know, those spontaneous things that you post are probably what works the best. So here's a spoiler alert for all of your fans. Um, I posted a poll late on a Saturday night one week. Mm Mm-hmm. All logic would tell you that is the worst possible time. 4,000 views within five days. Wow. Well, you're really good at uh, wording things, I think. Yeah. Thank you. That is a skill that takes time to develop um, how to word things in just even in that simple message that you share, you send to people who viewed your profile, like that probably took you a long time to crash <laughs> over time. There was a lot of mistakes in coming up with that pithy short statement. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's very true. And, you know, for anybody who is an introvert business owner, I'm just going to tell you, listen to what your clients say. We're the silent observers. Listen to what your clients say and steal all of it it's because superpower. it's their language. <laughs> and that's what works for sales. Yes. Well, I'm being an extrovert. I, it's not that I don't listen to people, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not uh, probably absorbing um, as consciously as an introvert is. It does take <laughs> time to really hear it. But uh, that is so true that you have to be kind of repeating what they're saying so that yes. they they can relate to what you're saying. Pick up on their particular pain points and their language and their problems. And if you can present it back to them with, I've got a simple solution for this, you're in. Yeah. Well, what was the poll question? Um, It was, uh, when was the last time you updated your LinkedIn profile? I thought it was something really just stupid and benign. (laughs) And, you know, it was over 4,000 people viewed it and I had like 500 votes. Wow. You know, the last choice was, oh, you're supposed to do that. (laughs) You know, so it was. You made it kind of funny. Yeah, it was irreverent. Yes. Well, I'm going to have to try that again. I have done a LinkedIn post or a poll and I don't even remember. It was so it was like snooze fest. So, yeah. And that's the way they are. They either like (laughs) take off. Or they're a dud. <laughs> yeah, there's no in-between on that one. There really isn't. No. Well, um, would you mind sharing some of the behind the scenes of what tools that you're using, you know, in your lead gen process? Obviously, you're using LinkedIn. Yes. Um, 
Do you use any tool to post or schedule your posts to LinkedIn? I use Buffer. Buffer, And I use Canva extensively to put together the graphics and do some of the branding and that for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, probably the best tool I invested in early on was a calendar tool. Yes. So like a Calendly or... Yes. And now uh, I'm using your tool, which is even better (laughs) because not only can I use that tool and ask a lot of questions so that I know what the appointment is about before I get into it, but I can charge money. Yes, that's true. My strategy (laughs) session is set up. You know, as soon as you schedule it, you pay for it. And then when I arrive, we just go down and dirty right into everything you need to do for the next quarter for your own lead generation. Right. Because you're not having to ask the basic questions like, what I'm is already your business there. about? Yeah. You have asked all of those questions. They provided the information. When you are doing the kind of response to people in LinkedIn where they viewed your profile, do you keep track? of that in any way? Oh, I wish I could say yes. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm curious because I'm like, how do you keep track of that stuff? I'm just like, my messages become just kind of out of control it's, to me. They're hard to manage. There is nothing about LinkedIn that is CRM-ish. Nothing, nothing. I have had so many people come to me about Sales Navigator. And once they understand that it's not supposed to be a CRM, they're on their way to using it much better. Um, mm. It was meant to be made or to be used with Sales Navigator. Um, so seriously, the best thing- So you that mean you LinkedIn can, was meant to be used with Sales Navigator? Sales Navigator was meant to be used with Salesforce. Sorry. Salesforce. Oh, okay. Um, so in a perfect world, when you have a new connection, you're going to want to put them onto an Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. When and they get to the track p- of when you're following, so you're doing yes. the follow up properly. Because at least, you know, if you have a freebie coming up, like a masterclass or something, you know, I'd love you to be my guest. I think you might be interested in this topic, whatever that is. I mean, that's good business development. And that's what I teach. <laughs> um, that's okay. We can't be perfect all the time. (laughs) I do it sometimes. You know, sometimes there's those juicy clients that come along and you're just not going to let them fall through the cracks no matter what happens. Mm -hmm. But ideally, once you get them into your newsletter, they're in your CRM. And with a welcome drip to the newsletter that lets them know, you know, one of my um, welcome letters, I have a seven series drip. Mm-hmm. for the newsletter. And one of them is just one of my favorite quotes. That's it. Yes. I Here love it that. Is. You know, that Keep it simple, yeah. not, probably not as simple as that, but that is a great, great idea. Cause you're just building a relationship. This is a quote I like. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's what the master classes are all about. If you're interested in the 10 day challenge, you know, check out this landing page over here. It'll tell you how to build your business on LinkedIn. Yes. Well, no, we are talking about a welcome email series, which I'm a big fan of. Um, and to be able to do a drip like that, which is a series of emails over a period of time. I need- took your lead gen and walked right through every single letter on a Saturday afternoon. And that's how I put together my drip. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm glad you did it. I think it works. I, you know, so when somebody gets on your newsletter, they go or yeah, newsletter. I don't know if you add them to your weekly emails directly, but I ha- add them into my welcome series. And when they're done with the welcome series, then they go into my. Yeah, no, I well, add them right away. You do. I, okay. I run both at the same time. Right. 
Well, I mean, you know, totally, totally up to you. I'm, you have a very clear system. I'm still developing mine. So I, I, my concern is that I will like put them into my current drip with uh, existing newsletter people. Then they're also getting the welcome email and they're just, it's over overwhelm. <laughs> right. Yes. And um, that is to be avoided. Yes, we don't want to do that. So, you know, it depends on how you manage your newsletter. But the welcome email series is a great tool because it's the intent is to share who you are, who you right. work with, how you work with them. And that's just the baseline so that they really know know you. And when they're starting to then get your ongoing nurturing sequence, they have that kind of reference point. Right. Well, and I run my nurture sequence over 31 days. So wow, it, yeah. really, it really is a drip. I use the ebbing house curve and that's 31 days. Ah, right. I remember that guy at uh, Bacon. He was, yes. he was the one that was talking about that. Um, the smart. Well, maybe I'll have to follow up with you on that because I think I do mine over like 14 days. So maybe I should extend it. There's a great deal of science behind the ebbing house curve. And so, you know, if somebody's taking the time to do that, I'm going to take advantage of it. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. All right. Well, um, and you also, because you run your master classes, you also use Eventbrite a lot to communicate. You don't wanna... use the LinkedIn events? No. And I'll tell you why. Yes. Tell me why. Because I feel like I should be using more in LinkedIn. No, you should not be using LinkedIn events. LinkedIn events sends an invite to people, which is great. You can send it to them personally, but then people think if they reply, yes, they're signed up for the event yes. and they are not. Ah. And so there's a great deal of confusion and there's some negativity around that. Oh, but I'm not signed up. Yeah. And you get, you get flack because... Yeah. They're not actually signed up. It had nothing to do with you. It's the and way that so I, I will not use it because I don't want my clients to, my potential clients to go through that kind of inconvenience and confusion. That is not a sales tool. Yes. Awesome. I, well, that is a, you know, cause I have used the event bright. I mean, not sorry, the event bright, but the LinkedIn events and it has been like that. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong here? Yeah. <laughs> No, it's confusing. And it doesn't matter how much instruction you put into that invitation, no one reads it. That's true. Well, any other tools that you feel like have helped you with your lead generation? Oh my God, the best tool ever in the history of the entire world that really helped me build my business is Auto Text Expander. Yes. It is automation that's legal to use on LinkedIn. Yes. Because there's nothing else that LinkedIn allows that makes it easy. (laughs) Nothing. And so all of those who's viewed my profile, you know, you know what I have to type in to get that entire message to populate? One. C-N-C-T. That's all I need to type for connect. It's a short, short version. And that entire message populates. All I have to do is pop in their first name and hit send. Awesome. So I use a great deal of automation on LinkedIn. If I, you know, for example, that poll, Mm -hmm. I probably made 28 really prime connections off of that poll because I went through and I also have an automated message that I send to people that are second connections. Mm. Thank you so much for um, participating in my poll. Um, I'd love to have you in my network. Let's connect. And I can send that 28 times in about 15 minutes. 
Right. Well, and I think the, the point thing to just be aware of is that LinkedIn does not allow a lot of these tools that sell you on different ways to automate. And Text Expander is the one that you can use where you're not going to get kicked out of LinkedIn. If there is a way that you have to give somebody the login information for your LinkedIn profile, it is illegal automation. Oh. If you are using a Chrome extension, fair game. Well, wait a minute. So Buffer, is Buffer legal or like I use Meet? Buffer. Okay. Buffer is legal for you to use for yourself. Right. Okay. Thank you so so much for talking to us. This has been great. I mean, I feel like it's been an education on both uh, LinkedIn and just, you know, how do you do lead generation? So how can listeners stay in touch with you? What's the best approach? Well, first of all, please connect with me on LinkedIn. Yes. <laughs> that would <laughs> Angela be the- Duns. <laughs> And yeah, and my URL is nice and clean. So it's really easy. I'm the only Angela Duns on LinkedIn. So I'm easy to find. Mm -hmm. Um, My website is AngelaDuns.com. So also super easy to find. Once you're on my website, if you would like to get my quirky, irreverent newsletter, um, (laughs) there's a super obnoxious pop up on the first page that you cannot miss um, that will get you connected into my welcome series and to my newsletter. Um, So please take advantage of that. And if you're an introvert, you'd really just like to check me out before you do any of those things, go to my YouTube channel. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much for all this great information. And I strongly recommend that you get on her newsletter, go watch her YouTube. If, If LinkedIn is something that you want to Um, use to build your network, build your business. Um, She's an expert. So um, be sure also to visit the lunchandleadgen.com website to join the conversation there, access show notes. I will put in links to um, all of Angela's stuff in there as well and uh, discover our fantastic bonus content, which I have a lead generation 101 guide that um, will help with just developing your own strategy creating your own nurture series and um, the whole system. So it's completely integrated. So thank you very much. Have a great day. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.